You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. You've made a name for yourself in the Outer Rim, but there are still unfinished business. Hyperlinks through the core world's hold promise and untapped opportunities. The market is flush with new merchandise from valuable cargo to tools of the trade. Just watch your step because the latest crop of bounties is even deadlier and your rivals are looking to take you down. Welcome to Tabletop Arcane. This is Justin and I am bringing you a review of Star Wars Outer Rim Unfinished Business Expansion. This was recently released from Fantasy Flight Games as a $54.95 price tag and is an expansion to the Star Wars Outer Rim game. So let's first dive what it adds to the game itself. So it's a small box, but packed with a lot of stuff in it, including the Core World end caps to replace the original end caps. This creates a loop from one end of the arcing galaxy outer rim to the other end so it is now more of a circle map opposed to a long arcing string there's eight new characters to play as or play against depending if you're using the ai modes those include hondo maz dengar black karazin chewbacca Hera, cad bane and ephes ness Likewise, we have a ton new encounter cards, pretty much doubling the encounter cards of every deck already in the game. So all of those events on different worlds are shooken up. More market bar cards, so a couple more ships, mostly related to the characters that were added in. A lot of data bank cards, which expand some of the options of story arcs and data banks that you might encounter randomly. And then you have debt tokens, which we'll talk about, orange contact tokens, another uh, a fourth tier of your or of your contacts, ambition sheets, which add a different element to your end game and kind of focus of players through the game. And finally, extra AI cards, including AI cards to simulate bounty style players. So in the original game you could only use the AI solo rules for your smuggler style characters but this actually offers uh, a full range as well as expanding a unique card for each particular character in the game to give that ai a little bit flavor towards that particular uh, hero or villain so there is a lot in this box and it really just almost doubles what outer rim offers to begin with and adds a couple extra elements what does outer rim unfinished business do well First thing is definitely expanding all of the encounters, getting you more variety in your gameplay, uh, giving data bank cards, anything that was a single now has at least two choices. So there's a lot more robust playability already sh like adrenaline shot into this game. And the AI deck and solo rules were definitely cleaned up a lot. Those were huge wins for me personally. The addition to the core worlds and the ability to hop from one end of the map to the other end was a huge add that I think is interesting for a pickup and deliver game because you have now a circular map, so to say, with some risks traveling through the core worlds, but ultimately this helps you avoid the patrols a little bit better, avoid other players or AI if you're using the solo rules, and it really does offer a new way for that pickup and deliver and moving around the board, which honestly the game needed. 
And those were all things I hoped to see in this expansion, and I'm really glad that they're here. Uh, most of the new characters are very familiar ones that we've uh, definitely have seen or heard of before if you follow the Star Wars franchise. I wasn't 100% sure on a couple of them, but they are fun to play, and they definitely stand a little bit apart from the others, but not in a way that they are overpowered or anything of that nature. Likewise, one of the surprises to me in this game box was actually the ambition sheets, which are alternate end game conditions that kind of need to be met along with your regular conditions. And it kind of sets you a goal as a player. Do you want to be a galactic explorer? Do you want to be a living legend? Maybe a hero of the rebellion? Maybe just a crime lord? And it gives you some sort of unique setup bonus, which was kind of nice. So everybody hits a little bit different there. But also things to do and things to focus on, which sets each player up with your standard this is the global pick up and deliver stuff that everybody needs to work on but then you have your own specific goals that you have to work on and i really really did appreciate that to see that come to light besides the ambitions another optional piece that was added was the favor token so this i think allows a mechanic for players who might have trust issues or have a group that likes to play a lot of diplomacy or risk and make a lot of on the table and under the table things and it gives you a little bit more of a, a mechanism to operate within those and if you have those you can trade them you can negotiate with them and it can definitely save and put that player versus player dynamic in a new light not something i was necessarily looking for in there but i do see it as a potential win and because it's an optional rule if that's not your flavor that you want in your game don't include it so let's talk a couple opportunities that are in Unfinished Business. And the first one I actually want to call is the price. At $45 for an expansion, this almost feels like the size of the box and size of stuff that you get in it has almost a base core game feel out of it. And other than a couple board pieces and your player stations, you almost have a core game experience out of here as far as your opponent's which might be the reason why the price tag was as high as it was, but it's with the base game already being $85 and adding a $45 expansion onto it to give you a more robust experience, it's a hefty price tag to swallow if you are a Star Wars fan or pick up a Deliver uh, fan and likes the sci-fi theme, even if you're not a diehard Star Wars fan. There is a lot that can be offered in Outer Rim, and it is there if you want it to be but for some of these robust features that it's including into the game that probably should have been there from the beginning it almost is holding the game hostage in its own way with that price tag now another thing that was added that i didn't talk about in the opportunities was the contact tokens these are tier four tokens that get placed on the planets themselves so each planet has two contact spots and then these tier four are spread throughout the galaxy evenly and these are the big uh, complex either very gonna be very tough to take down or a really good contact for you to uh, win over if you are not a bounty hunter you can get big benefits for them over it feels very clunky having them tacked on in the game the way they are i would have preferred to see maybe a way to exchange the contact tokens that are already out in the world with these new ones or fresh new tiers on those some of them as you go through late game and mid game the tier two and tier three contacts do become a little bit easier to manage and the tier ones almost become worthless later in the game unless they're a bounty that you're looking for so 
I understand the need for a new set of contacts. I just don't think this was the right way to incorporate them. That all being said, Star Wars Outer Rim has a lot to offer for people who love the Outer Rim game. If you've been playing it since it came out, or have recently picked it up and played it a heck a lot of the times, then Unfinished Business will give you that refresh to the game that you're looking for if you want if it's starting to feel stale to you. Likewise, if you're a solo player, it does offer a very nice upgrade to the solo game rules, which I am a big fan of, including the fact that not only you can play at, play against bounty hunters, but you can play against uh, two different AI at the same time, essentially simulating a three-player game experience um, with very simple AI rules on the cards. The downside to that is, again, I feel it has that hostage feeling of if you want a really nice, robust solo game out of Outer Rim, this is a feature that's being locked behind that expansion that probably should have been included in the core experience. Outer Rim was a game we recommended before in our original review, and I would recommend the expansion if you do enjoy Outer Rim and are looking to expand that experience and especially give yourself a lot more replayability doubling your number of characters, doubling your number of encounters, and adding a couple of these new mechanisms to the game. Hopefully this has given you insight into what is in Unfinished Business and if whether it's an expansion worth getting for you or not. This has been Tabletop Arcanum's review of Star Wars Outer Rim Unfinished Business. Make sure to follow us on our social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure to hit those subscribe, follow, like buttons, leave us a comment, let us know how what you think about this expansion yourself, as well as what else you'd like to hear from us. As always, thanks for listening, and happy gaming! You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.